This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Another person, that very very NDP government, made a very big announcement this week. Uh, Premier David Eby has announced a push to expand the province's electricity uh, system. Uh, Premier Eby made the announcement at the BC Natural Resources Forum in Prince George. He's announced a 10-year capital plan which includes spending $36 billion between 2024 and 2025. The government says the figure represents an increase of 50% over BC Hydro's last 10-year capital plan and includes nearly $10 billion for projects involving electrification and emissions reduction. Take a listen to Premier Eby uh, from Prince George the other day. Another uh, really significant opportunity that exists in our province um, is the advantage that we have as a result of our clean electricity. Uh, This is a world that is very hungry for clean power, especially at affordable rates. And uh, and it's a time when access to reliable power is not guaranteed, um, and especially with the extreme weather that we've been seeing. That was Premier Eby speaking uh, in Prince George. Joining me now to talk a little bit about the $36 billion energy plan is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Richard, welcome. Hey, Jess. Thanks for having me. How real is this? It's real. It's just the question is, what is it spending on? So I spoke to a number of analysts yesterday about this decision, and largely this is capital money that is going towards improving the existing infrastructure around transmission lines and the way the dams work. And yes, uh, there are opportunities here to help produce more power, But the province is going to need a lot more power to get to the current goals in place. You heard from the Premier, and you mentioned this as well, that there is significant drought going on right now in British Columbia, that that is leading to problems with our river flows, which is reducing the amount of energy produced through our dams. All of that factored in with the fact that we're seeing, and this is a big part of the conversation you had with Minister Callon, this record-breaking level of immigration, that's putting more pressure on our grid as our population grows, more people need power. So it is real. It is a significant investment. Uh, It is a big shift for the NDP. It was very interesting to me. The Prince George Citizen, the paper of record in that community, had an editorial published today, Jazz, and the headline reads, David Eby is eating Kevin Falcon's lunch. And to see a newspaper from that community in northern British Columbia, praise the current government around the way they are investing in electricity and energy production and jobs is something I'm not sure we would have ever seen, Jazz. And it is a marked change in terms of the focus from this NDP government. Yeah, that is true. I I saw that editorial as well after you had mentioned it to me. I was a bit taken aback. That's uh, not where I grew up, but very close to where I grew up. And uh, there's a different mindset there to a certain degree. And and um, I was very surprised by that editorial. Not something you'd find in the usually <laughs> find in the Prince George uh, Citizen. Now, uh, we had a, a segment uh, on energy and BC's energy needs a few days ago on on this show, and one of the things that we talked about is when 
wind power. Um, but do you worry that uh, the government and hydro specifically is headed in the direction of green, which I think we all want to see, but we still are going to have to rely on traditional energy as well, that the, the, the movement, the move towards green cannot be fast enough? Yeah, my colleague Aaron MacArthur is working on a bigger story on this for next week, because obviously as we transition towards green, there still needs to be a reliability on natural gas and other uh, traditional uh, carbon emitting uh, energy sources. And the commitment from this government, and you heard it time and time again from the premier in his speech, is they are willing to invest in products that uh, ensure that First Nations Uh, communities are on board, but also ensure that they are uh, targeting uh, the province's greenhouse gas emission goals. And that is a crucial piece of the way that this province is attempting uh, to generate electricity. But weaning one off non-renewables is going to be challenging, and I'm not sure we've seen the full blueprint of that yet. One of the other parts of this announcement that's gone a little bit unspoken is around a commitment to improve the permitting process. We know that there has been a lot of criticism from industry around the way in which BC has historically dealt with permits uh, for these types of electricity and energy projects. And there's a commitment from the premier, it under the caveat that it hits those goals of reducing climate emissions and working with First Nations, that there will be a more expedient way to go through permitting. And there are lots of companies lined up to work with the province to create wind or solar. Those seem to be the main two that are are talked about to help get to those electricity goals we have in BC. 